Bombers is the Dippin' Dots of the future. We are the future. This is Dippin' Dots. Spiegel and Piddle, Spiegel and Zyber, Spiegel and Deg and everyone. Taco Bell gets rid of everything good, those jerks. Hey everyone, this is Bombers. Hello everyone, welcome to a new, very exciting format for Bombers. This is now just Bomber number five, Deg, here talking at you live, and Bomber number three, Zyber. Hello. We murdered and consumed the talent and vigor of our compatriots, Piddle and Spiegel, so they are not on this episode. Yeah, I'd say Deg is pretty sus about all this. Hey, you know. I do what I gotta do to get ahead. We should have a fun time talking with just the two of us, hopefully. Uh, we don't bore you and you don't run away screaming. If so, um... You deserved it. Basically, you asked for this to happen. Even if you didn't. Deep down inside, we heard the little voice that said, Hey, where's the Deg Zyber episode? I mean, I'm pretty sure we've done this before, but... Uh, don't, don't ruin the mystique of it. Come on. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's, it's exciting. It's, um... Speaking of fresh, what's some of our bombastic news, Zyber? All right. Well, let's get through the housekeeping mumbo jumbo stuff. If y'all are ever interested in getting to know us more or just interacting with the bombers and their fans, feel free to join our Discord. Link in the description or below, whatever. Uh, lots of fun stuff there. We got the game club, which uh, D I is actually Zyber. starting to. You lost me. Oh no. Cyber. Nope, nope, he's gone. Am I still lost? Okay, you're back now. Anyways, as I was saying, uh, we got the game club that Deeg is now starting to stream himself playing every Wednesday. Is that right, Deeg? Yeah, every Wednesday at about 7 p.m. Eastern time, whatever our game club game of the month is, I will play for you to watch. Yep. We also got the Album of the Day Club, where we listen to a suggested album each day. It's been pretty great stuff. Uh, last album I suggested was the Fully Cooly soundtrack made by the Pellows. So great to listen to that again. Good suggestion. I do. I love our Album of the Day Club, getting exposed to new music every day or re-exposed to music I haven't listened to in 10 years, as with the Fully Cooly soundtrack. Again, great choice. Yeah. I rewatched Fully Cooly a few years ago. I'm just like, yep, still great stuff. Unfortunately, I actually don't like like the majority of the albums that have been uh, shown, but I like the ones that I do like. And even if you don't end up liking it, it is nice to get exposed to it and to be able to form an opinion on whether you like it or not. Yes, I can now uh, confidently say that I am not a well-rounded listener there is actually a ton of stuff i don't like to listen to <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now we know yeah uh you can also uh follow us or on twitter uh at this is bombers we actually changed her name so it is at this is bombers now uh and we also got a gmail account this is bombers at gmail.com if you have any questions that you'd love for us to answer or if you just have comments concerns or fan fiction Feel free to email us about it. Especially the fan fiction. I'm I'm still mad that season one never got us any fan fiction. I want to read that live on show. I know, right? And that that's what's gonna happen. If if we receive fan fiction about <clears throat> is it about us or just fan fiction in general? I mean, frankly, at this point, I'll accept either. <laughs> we will read it live. 
like unless it's some like really gross lemon fic and then i'm just going to uh burn my computer and my eyeballs i'll read it live but i might censor myself (laughs) fair point we also Uh... um on news have this week's gaming releases if you're interested in hearing about that cyber I am not, but please continue. Well, I'm going to read them to you anyway, because did you know, coming out this week, in the future, we have Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Have you ever wanted to race Mario Kart for real in your home? You can do it with Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Guess what I'm not getting, Zyber? Mario Kart Live Home Circuit? You are very good at this game. I know, I try to be. I just don't understand how you're supposed to get the go-karts to fit in your house. Oh, yeah, I don't get, like, do you have to build each of the, what, there's like 16 levels or, or uh, tracks or whatever in Mario Kart 8? Like, uh, it's, it's like 4 times 8, so 32 levels. So you're supposed to, I don't, I don't get how you play the game in the game and also play the game on the floor in front of you and how that is supposed to work. There is a cat behind you. There is, yeah. Don't worry about it. Talk about okay, Mario. Kart. Well, focus. I won't say anything about the knife then. Oh no. Um. Yeah, Mario Kart. I mean, it, it looks like it could be entertaining, but it's just not something that I, a grown adult with too not enough time on my hands, would enjoy. I mean, it's cool. I guess, from a collector's perspective. I mean, speaking of someone who has a, a, a lot of Amiibos, but it's not something that I really feel like investing in. I just, nothing about the announcement grabbed my attention. Nothing about the upcoming release uh, excites me. You know, speaking of Amiibos, the Joker and Hero Amiibos came out recently. Oh, I gotta go buy those. Yeah, so of course my fiance Haley got the Joker one of because course. she loves Persona. Yeah, I bet Spiegel got the Joker one by now. It is pretty cool looking. Uh, I'm definitely interested in getting Byleth one whenever it comes out. Yeah, I can't wait for the Minecraft one, huh? How about that? Do you think they're going to release four Minecraft Amiibos, one for each of the skins? Or do you think they're only going to do Steve? Well, based on the Robins, they're either only going to do Steve or they might do Steve and Alex. But most likely just Steve. Look, yeah, considering they put out two two skin swaps for bayonetta two skin swaps for cloud uh i think they did a, did a couple other of those like <clears throat> variations like corin didn't they do two corins i thought they only did one corin i thought they only did one robin too no they did two corins unless that's a fire emblem amiibo in which case i don't know what's happening in my life i cannot say <laughs> yeah point is <laughs> At most, I bet they'll do two of the Minecraft yeah. Amiibos. Amiibo, they still exist. They're relevant, right? This is this has been a relevant conversation, hasn't it? People totally. You know what's also relevant? What? NHL twenty one coming out this week. Oh yeah, sports games definitely relevant, Ooh. and not remakes of old <laughs> sports games or anything. Because we had NFL come out last week, was it? Yep. Madden. Yeah. And yeah, I don't FIFA. Like, this is this is hockey, right? NHL. Yeah, yes. Cyber. <laughs> <Okay>. This is <laughs> hockey. <laughs> like all it is is just three letters. Like, I'm sorry, I thought I was playing Eco over here. 
Eco 21? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'd play that. Well, that's those are the only two relevant uh, game releases coming up. Uh, if, yeah, if any so, of you out I'm... there pick up either of these games, let us know about them in the video game chat on the Bombers Discord server. Honestly, I'm way more interested in hearing if anybody actually picks up Home Circuit. I want to know what that game actually is like. Yeah. And if there's any games that we didn't say, it's because we don't know what they are. So if you're like extremely upset that we don't know about your favorite game coming out this week, well... We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> but feel free to talk about it on our Discord anyway. Next up, we got a special version of Drinks and Foods hosted by me, Zyber. That's pretty new there. Usually it's someone else. Uh, today I got a bottle of Sour Patch Kids Berry Crush. I didn't realize you got a full two liter, you madman. It's, so Okay, so story time. While I was uh, quote unquote camping last weekend, we stopped at a Walmart and we just found it in the two-liter section of sodas. And I'm just like, okay, but we gotta buy like 20 of these. And they go, no, we don't have enough space. We're only getting two. So we devour one. And then the next day, we're just all like, we should go back and buy some other stuff. And I'm just like, cool, so I can go buy more of this. <laughs> they were completely out. A day later? How many were there when you left? I don't know. I didn't actually go into the aisle. It was other people that got it. Oh. So instead, I saw a new watermelon crush, and I got one of those. Not nearly as entertaining. That's... So, let me go ahead and pour this into a cup. Right, I want I want initial interpretations. Uh, what's the aroma? Uh, is there a pleasant sour patch bouquet on this? Uh, what what is our quality of fizz? Does it sound good? Can we get that? Maybe if it's popping enough, I want it up against let the me, mic. Uh, let me try that. Ooh. Right. Sounds like I'm, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so the fizz is decent. It smells like some kind of berry blue, but so like here's the cup. It looks oh, well, that like is a, vibrant. It looks like it looks like Smurf blood. cleaner. <laughs> it's Windex, is what it is. It's bubbly Windex. Yeah, it's a bit darker than Windex. So like you look at this and you're just like, so this is totally gonna be blue raspberry, right? Well, let's taste it. It tastes literally like melted blue sour patch kids. That's... Like it is the epitome of sugar. And then like you wait a second and there's just a ton of sour in your mouth. So that's excellent. I love that sour. That's absurd that they were able to catch that in liquid form. Yeah, well you know. Sour patch kids, so they're sour than sweet, and they turn into liquid. Yeah, that is apparently. <laughs> But the fact the fact that you hit the sweet, it's interesting that Sour Patch Kids are sour than sweet, but Sour Patch Kids Berry Crush you said is sweet than sour. Yeah, well that's just backwards. Yeah, and then it's a soda, so it's carbonated, and like carbonation is actually pretty similar to the taste of sour. Yeah, so you get the sweet, you get the sour, and then you get the bubbles going on all over my mouth. Now, does that increase the sour, or does that just accentuate it? I think it... Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, like, all tingly. It's like I'm allergic to it or something. Well, to check out the ingredients list, if Zyber keels over halfway through this episode, uh, I'm not calling 911. I don't know where you live. 
Oh, let's look at the ingredients. Carbonated water, <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. That That's all it says on here. Literally, it says the... <laughs> that's terrifying. But blue number one. Oh, well, yeah, because it's blue Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, that, that is the only color. <laughs> it's just blue number one. I can't imagine what your tongue looks like. Don't show me. Ah, oh, he showed me. It is blue. Ugh. Yeah, at least my teeth aren't blue, to my knowledge. No, which does happen with the candy. Yeah. Now, I'm really curious. I want you to drink enough of that, because later on in the show, I want to get a review of a Sour Patch Kids Berry Crush Burp. Oh, I was, I was, I thought you were going to go, like, have me go to the bathroom or something. Oh, uh, no, I don't. I supremely <laughs> do not care about that. I would like to avoid that conversation as much as possible, honestly. But the burp, I definitely want to know about. I don't know. Like, this is actually really thick, so I'm not sure if I'll burp from it. Thick? Yeah, it's, like, thicker than the usual soda. I hate that description for a soda. <laughs> it's, it's like, syrupy, but, like, still liquid. So, did they literally just melt Sour Patches into some carbonic acid? I really think so. Like, that's just, that's what it feels like. Now I want to try and find this, because I really need to know. So, one of my friends uh, works at a grocery store, so when she saw this, she's like, I'm going to have to ask our Pepsi person at our grocery store to try ordering them. Yeah, I gotta, f- I gotta figure out a way to get a hold of this. If you find any, yeah. you gotta, like, mail it to me or something. <laughs> Not happening. If I find any, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. So I'm a bit disappointed because Blue Ice Crush, which like came out eight years ago and then disappeared after a month of me binging it, no. it was amazing. So many, but at least this is still decent. So many things that you fall for, and they're there for just a brief moment, and then you never forget about them. Taco I'm, Bell's I'm pretty sure. Star. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I bought out the entire stores of worth of Blue Ice Crush. Like they just got one shipment, and then I was the only person buying them. Did you? like buy them all at once and keep them stocked up in like a warehouse pile in your basement so that they didn't like clean out their inventory and you you missed out on it no this was like high school where i just bought one every weekend and then we just drank it throughout the weekend fair enough there was something that i did that too i can't remember what it was so it kind of ruins the fun of the story but i literally was like oh you're not having more of these i will buy 12 of them thank you Oh, yeah. There was another situation with back when I was in high school. Uh, they had, like, a snack bar as well in the lunch cafeteria area. And they had these uh, popsicles, which was, like, strawberry ice cream with strawberries in it. And it was so good. And I was the only person that bought them. They were 50 cents. So I just bought one every day. For 50 cents? <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, and so when they were all gone, like the lunch ladies just saw, like, I'm sorry, you were literally the only person that <laughs> bought them, so they're not allowing us to buy anymore. That is a guaranteed 50 cents per day. Come on, Zybers. <laughs> I know, right? School. So instead, I had to go to drumsticks, which is like 75 cents. And uh, presumably not, not as good because it's a drumstick. No. But they did have soft serve ice cream, and every Friday they had strawberry instead of vanilla. But that was like a dollar fifty, so I just had to save up for that. That's a three hundred percent increase. I guess if you're not yeah. buying a um, yeah. strawberry popsicle ice cream, whatever, every day, that's only three days worth of not doing that. So yeah, 
I can honestly say that I did not uh, eat healthy lunches during high school. I had a PB&J sandwich for 50 cents and a giant cinnamon roll for like 50 or 75 cents. Is, and then <laughs> the strawberry popsicle. <laughs> is there really anyone who ate healthy in high school? I remember the people that bought like three of the hot meals every day. Yeah, that's that doesn't <laughs> sound healthy either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they used to have the fry cloud, we called it, because it wasn't a line. It was a cloud of people waiting for the fries. But they had like a creamy Italian dressing huh. that on the hot fries. Oh, my mouth is watering right now just thinking, remembering it. It was so good. I have well, no idea what, better than ours. Yeah, I have no idea what kind of uh, Italian dressing it was other than creamy, which is a weird description for an Italian dressing, kind of, when, when I think about it. So well, I know for our fries is that they increased the price and decreased the amount of fries in one package. And everyone complained and everyone continued to buy it. It's fries. We're Americans. We're going to eat and buy fries. I'd rather have a PB&J instead of roll. Yeah, PB&J is my current daily lunch meal so i get you oh that's all right uh there was actually someone a friend of mine that was so worried about the amount of food i was eating that she would just give me some of her food i'm just like okay i mean i was fine but i'll <laughs> eat it <laughs> yeah anyways that was drinks and food sour patch kids berry crush what's our what's our what's our final takeaway on that zyber give us a give us a parting shot and a rating all right well there's still half a cup to go. It actually takes a bit to drink. You can't really gulp it down quickly. Oh, thick. Ugh. <sighs> Ugh. I really do love that sourness to it, though. I give it 7.8 out of 10. Not enough water. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we? What do we? What do we got next on the on the docket here? Uh, looks like, uh, why don't we talk about the media we are consuming or the games we have played or, or however we want to phrase it. Uh, what, I know you went camping, but have you done any, uh, any gaming, any watching of TV shows or movies, book reading, anything, anything I've been camping? Well, while camping, we tried to play Smash Bros. locally with our multiple switches and it was the worst lag experience. Like we're all just sitting in the same tent, you know, connected with bluetooth or whatever and whatever reason it kept crashing on us it was terrible so that didn't work that's lame uh yeah so we had to play card games i like card games what card games you play oh uh, we played super fight super fight's great that yeah yeah so we you have to have ended the up having right a group of people for it obviously yeah i think we have the right kind of people so people who don't know super fight is a game where you, there's cards that are people, there's cards that are like adjectives or something, and you basically come up with a character with certain attributes, and then another person does the same thing, and the two of you debate basically on who would win in a fight, and then the others vote on who they think would, would, would win. win. Yeah. There's different uh, packs like with like superpower abilities and stuff like that, or like equipment items. Or or uh, drawing characters or tropes from different uh, genres, oh, yeah. like the anime pack or the spy pack that like gives you like James Bond stuff or things along those lines. 
Yeah, so we ended up having a ton of expansion packs. Uh, three of them were a challenge pack where instead of a fight, um, it could be uh, who would be the best lift driver, who would be <laughs> the best, um, uh, what's just, uh, yeah, a lot of things. Like scenarios? Yeah, scenarios. That, that honestly, had... that sounds more fun than the just who would win in a fight, because then you have to come up with, like, ridiculous... Yeah, so like you, you're making your character, and you have no idea what the challenge is going to be, so you can't just go off of who's going to win in a fight. Um, we also had a locations one, which just makes the location something. Uh, like, at one point, the location was a plane, and then the challenge was who's the best... Uh, uh, training driver person and we're just like well clearly this is for plane driving not a car then <laughs> right yeah and then there's a there's a situation pack which is just like oh while we're on this plane there's also a stampede of cats happening that's the worst place for that to happen <laughs> i know we're just all like so what's going on they like just going back and forth across the plane <laughs> how does that work ever been stampeded by cats on a plane before don't recommend it yeah so that was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, what's uh, something that you've done this past week? Uh, well, I have actually done a fair bit of gaming this past week. I think most importantly to talk about is the fact that um, just Wednesday, I finished my Doom 2016 run through on Ultraviolence mode for the Bombers Game Club. Our October game of the month was Doom 2016. I was super happy to get back and play that again. Last time I played it was in 2016. So having this excuse was was wonderful. Game holds up. It's honestly it's peak FPS as far as I'm concerned for for PC play. Like the controls are amazing. It's got that fast paced Doom frenetic energy to it while adapting to modern day gameplay while also still keeping a lot of the like arena shooter joy that is Doom. So what are you going to do with the rest of the three quarters of the month? Well, um, here's a little shout out to one of our uh, potential listeners. Better be listening to this episode. Uh, Grandmaster LB. Uh, he uh, challenged me when I started. Hey, if you finish through all the way on Ultraviolence without changing the difficulty, I'll buy you Doom Eternal. So he did that. So I'm going nice. to play Doom Eternal for the rest of the month. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't really touched any Doom game. Definitely sounds interesting. I just haven't bought any for some reason. I think but 2016 you can pick up uh, for like 20 bucks or so. Hmm. And and obviously there's all the old Doom packs. I think that there's even current sales going on for some of those. It's such a such a piece of history, Doom is. Yeah, it really is. Well, also speaking of history slash first-person shooters... Um, a friend of mine and I have been going through the Borderlands series. Uh, wow, reaching back a, to this. Yeah, once a week, we finally finished Borderlands 3 uh, about a month ago, actually. And then we finished the first uh, DLC story this past week. So, like, I know there's been a lot of complaints and hates for Borderlands 3, and we just don't really see it. Like, we thought that the main villains were actually pretty good. Although I will agree that the ending was just completely atrocious. Uh, you know, like the dialogue and stuff was still funny. The feel of the game was really good. Uh, for some reason, I ended up getting an extremely overpowered shotgun, though, there, though near the end. Uh, it did like 
18,000 damage per shot when the usual damage we were doing at that time was, you know, 1 to 2,000. Jeez. Yeah, what's great is that uh, this past week, my friend got the exact same shotgun with double the power of mine. Oh, no. So he's doing like 36,000. <laughs> it's great. I never did finish my playthrough of Borderlands 3. It, it dropped during the time where I just was was having trouble sticking to any one game for any length of time. And I just need to go I back to it that. at some point. Well, I was going to say, maybe we can get it on, on the, the game club, but with it being so new, I doubt that we'll ever actually vote for something that is going to be $60 to pick up. So, Either that, or the two of us could always just play it uh, on a Monday or Friday streaming. Oh, that's not a bad idea. And since we can get four people, if we have two people out there that also have it, we could get some friends of the show to join us. Yeah. Might have to talk about that on uh the day that this uh, episode releases if you're listening to this on release day maybe you're going to be playing borderlands 3 with us today well mm. not me oh i'm not i'm not available that day dang it cyber <laughs> you ruin everything <laughs> sorry maybe the friday after this releases yeah yeah um yeah. what what was the first uh borderlands dlc for that i can't even that remember that was the the handsome jack casino heist right and then the next one was the um that's the Jacobs one I believe. Yeah. Hammerlock and Jacobs. The um so I I enjoyed the casino one. Um I remember doing a bunch of the DLC from the other games and besides Tiny Tina's, you know, Dungeons and Dragons one, they were just all kind of meh. So I was kind of expecting that with the casino one, but I'm just like, oh, this is actually a decent story and gameplay and stuff. It's nice. I liked the Torg one from Borderlands 2, because who doesn't like Torg? That was... I mean, I enjoyed Torg, but I didn't really enjoy the rest of it. Fair point. Yep. Borderlands 3. Yep. I um picked up Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, were you able to finally get the VR to work for that? I had the VR working. The uh, issue that I had with it was that I had lost the cord for my... Um, throttle and flight stick to uh you know plug in like you do with cords um so that finally came in yesterday and i sat down with uh some of the friends of the show and played through a little bit of it with my vr headset realized that oh i have to do key binds to make the actual flight stick you know function and I can't, if I have a headset on, I can't see what I'm setting my keybinds to. <laughs> so I had to end up <laughs> taking off the headset for a while just to get used to the controls before I put it back on so that I could actually see what buttons I'm pressing before I, you know, like, grok how to play it. Okay, yeah. But I, I gotta tell you, Cyber, growing up yeah. playing the Star Wars X-Wing video games, you know, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, B-Wing, all of those... And being the big Star Wars nerd that I was growing up, putting on that headset and actually flying an X-Wing was peak of my nerd life. Oh, I imagine. Like, when I was listening to last week's episode and you guys were talking about VR stuff, I really wanted to get into that conversation. So I'm just all like, no, Spiegel, you just need to put a headset on. Yeah, like... It is such an experience. When you lose yourself into 
the game and forget and end up punching the mic in front of you because you forgot that the mic was in front of you because you're in a cockpit right now. Yeah. That like that got... level of immersion is unable to be put into words unless you just put the headset on. Yeah, so I have the PlayStation VR and the friend of mine has the Vive and when she had her mom play it, her mom ended up falling down because she was trying to lean on a digital table. <laughs> yeah. It was great. I mean, it's not great, but it's great. It's funny, at least. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just how realistic it feels. It doesn't even have to look realistic art-wise. It just, it's right there in front of you. You feel like you can touch it. The fact that it is, in fact, actually occupying a 3D headspace that that you can move around and see where it is. <clears throat> Even if it looks kind of, you know, stylized and unrealistic, it looks like it's really there in front of you. It's, it's, it's an experience mm-hmm. that, again, I mean, I don't think that you can ever really explain it unless you just have someone put the headset on and do it. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I talked about this before, but there was a point where I rode a road, roller coaster that they put a VR headset on you. I remember those. And- those were cool. Yeah. And they had like the, the like the seats would shift so you would get like gravity changes to simulate the G forces. Yeah. yeah. I've done that too, but I'm talking about an actual roller coaster. This was just a couple years oh. ago. Oh. Yeah. So we rode the actual roller coaster first because the VR was only for a certain hours of the day. And then afterward when the VR was ready, we went back on it, got the headsets on. And so we're like in the cockpit of an airplane, you know, or jet plane, whatever. We're gonna blast off and do stuff and the roller coaster starts moving and my plane isn't doing anything and then we start spinning around and i'm just like break dancing in the cockpit <laughs> my simulation thing never started no oh that's so sad <laughs> oh it was, it was great i was laughing hysterically and people around me were just like well you don't like this i go i never started going guys i'm still in the hangar <laughs> So like, you're supposed to be able to like press a button on the headset or something to like shoot lasers out or missiles or whatever, destroy stuff. <laughs> it it was a great experience for the for those that had actually <laughs> that <working>. experienced it. <laughs> yeah. So then we get stopped at the end and like they're taking forever to get the people in front of us all set up or something. So we're just sitting there forever. Uh, I'm still in my cockpit. And one of the other guys, um, apparently <laughs> it started replaying the simulation. But faster. Oh no! And then, and then again, fast, even more faster. <laughs> what a trip! Yeah, I remember they have like um, like a, a Universal or Disney. They've got like those pseudo VR, like the the Spider-Man roller coaster, where the whole thing isn't like put on a headset and you're doing it. But they have like, I don't know if they use like laser holograms or whatever to do like 3D stuff with you know like just 3d glasses basically yeah like i know the disney used to have that or was it universal yeah i don't remember oh no no the sorry this this is still six this is six flags they had like a scooby-doo ride and they replaced it with a justice league ride and it's like that kind of similar thing where you just got a bunch of tvs all over the place as you're driving through a city and stuff yeah which which is interesting i've, I've ridden those before but i think an actual VR like headset full immersion roller coaster sounds wicked. It probably is if it works. 
And and I had said previously with Star Wars Squadron, bring it, rolling us back to that. Uh-huh. I had tried it out before I got my Hotaz working, my hands on throttle and stick, um, with just mouse controls. And near the end of that session that I was doing, I was actually starting to get a little bit of motion sickness because with the mouse, like you move your mouse slightly forward and then hold it there and you just fly up. Whereas hmm. there's actual kinetic <clears throat> feedback on the throttle of me like pulling the stick back so the plane goes up and having that like physical connection to the action that i was doing decreased the motion sickness that i was getting so that's one thing i know a lot of people are concerned with vr oh i'm gonna get motion sick i'm gonna get dizzy i need to take some dramamine before i pop the headset on all that kind of stuff and that Depends a little bit on how much your body and your brain and your equilibrium buys into the illusion of the movement that's happening in the headset. So you can take certain actions such as like with a flight sim game, just sitting in a chair and being still. um, Or or different things to, to help cement the experience so that you're not, you know, tripping out. Yeah. Yeah, out of all the games I've played, uh, the only one that gave me a headache was Borderlands 2 because it's literally still just walking around with the controller. Yeah, I've tried so some of those that... walking around with controller ones, and it is not It is great. terrible. So there, I did a Utada Ikaru like, concert experience on the PlayStation, and that was pretty fun. So you're supposed to be sitting down. I found out you're supposed to be sitting down because at one point she like walks up to you and she's like <laughs> her head is like down to my belly because apparently I'm supposed to be sitting down because then my head would be like where her head is. Well, yeah, that got uh, that got real sexy real quick. <laughs> I know. I was just <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs> this is not the experience I signed up for. Yeah, I was just enjoying a concert. Now we got person all up in my grill grill <laughs> uh did you get any other things played yes so i did another couple days of ring fit adventure so i can finally get a sexy body for your anime waifu at yes. the concert <laughs> anime waifu get my vr headset on she's gonna feed me a piece of gum or something oh jeez, that's an actual thing <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, otherwise i played a, so a friend who uh, does like computer classes in uh, elementary school uh he's been trying to find a bunch of games to get kids to type and so he was showing me this game called nitro type where you basically just typing out a sentence provide to you as quick as you can to get your car to go and you like race against other people to see who can get to the end faster basically so it's typing of the dead I don't know. Oh, it's not Typer Shark, that's for sure. Which apparently is like really hard to find for free now legally. What what was that? Typer Shark? I don't know that one. Ah, oh, it's so sad. Typer Shark is great. You're you're going down in a in a submarine suit, whatever, and there's sharks after you and you gotta type the words on them before they get to you to zap them. Yeah, so it's that's typing of the dead, except with sharks instead of zombies and maybe I zapping don't know which one came out first shooting. Old. or mario is missing which is also a mario teaches typing type of thing or yeah, um, so i 
I was able to find out through NitroType that I have a, I can type over a hundred words per minute. Solid. Yeah, that's great to know because I've had like job interviews where people are just all like, "Oh, how fast can you type?" And I go, "I don't know, fast." And they go like sixty-five. I go, "Probably." You've never uh, taken any of those like uh, words per minute tests online? They're like free all over the place. You can just look for them. No, because I've never needed to. I can for type fast already. Never needed to for your job interviews asking you how fast you can type. Okay, but like I don't know why you need to type fast to be in IT. I yeah, I don't I don't get it either. I think I'm at like last test I did, I I don't even remember what I typed at. It was well over eighty for sure. <clears throat> it's on my resume. I don't feel like looking at it. I have a job. That just seems like a weird thing to have on a resume unless you're like specifically typing out things oh, or something it's not like in like the it's like under the like skills section like yes i am proficient in all of the microsoft office programs and my word per minute type speed is uh, 69 i don't know nice it doesn't work if you're the one that said it. oh uh zyber 69 no, it's, oh, it's too late now. It's I, too late. I, I um, speaking of being the worst at things, <laughs> Mar- speaking of being too late, ooh, rough. Mario thirty five. I did pick up finally after hearing um, Spiegel talk about that on one of the recent episodes. I did uh, download that and played it a little bit. I don't know. There's something about it that feels wrong. I'm not sure if it's me misremembering how the controls for the original Super Mario Brothers are, or if there's some sort of weird lagginess going on because it's a Battle Royale-style Mario thing, or if they just loosened up the controls to make people die more, to make the game shorter and, and, you know, make people play more. But something about it just feels off in the controls to me. You probably just don't remember, because it really isn't that um, safe of controls. They really do try to kill you. Yeah, I don't know, because it, it felt like my muscle memory is off, and I'm, I'm sitting at, sitting there looking at it going, am I just using the muscle memory from, like, Super Mario World instead of Super Mario? Super Mario 3 instead of Super Mario? Like, what's wrong with my muscle memory here that I am constantly missing these jumps, or <laughs> mostly just... Oh, hey, there was a burp. How to taste? Uh, It tasted like... The giant air bubble? No sour, sweet, or any, like... Not really, no. Weird. Yeah, but missing jumps <laughs> in Mario. Um, nah, I still... People are always jumping too late. Well, mine is, all, mine is, is actually generally less jumping too late and more not landing <laughs> the jump on the other side. Like, hitting slightly in front of a goomba and dying to that or like skipping off of the edge of a pit or something stupid Mm. being like oh i need to uh, to backtrack a little bit and just like mario doesn't move and i just fall well clearly dag you just need to get good i mean clearly but i don't know if i have the motivation because it's a battle royale it's Similar to, like, Tetris in the whole just, like, you play it a lot, and what do you get for playing it? You get the fact that you played it. Like, you you get icons for the game that nobody can even see anywhere. I'm not really sure what 
what my motivation is to continue to play Mario 35. So I don't know what the draw there is supposed to be there to bring me back. The draw is to be the best that no one ever was. Well, I, well, then I get into questions of like, why am I playing Mario 35 when I could just speed run Mario? Something that I just remembered is that the second season of Fall Guys came out oh, yeah. this past week. So I do need to get into that, see if it's entertaining. Apparently they have a gauntlet mode where you only play on the gauntlet stages. Those are Although if the gauntlet stages sorry. are like what, like slime climb type of stuff? Like seesaws? Yeah, like just get to the end. Okay. The only issue then is that I don't want the final round to be a gauntlet. Cause that sucks. Yeah, because whenever there are those gauntlet final rounds, like you get three seconds in and you're like, well, I know who's going to win now, but I still have to try and get to the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm still disappointed that I kept seeing videos of, of everyone just failing to grab the crown. I'm just like, why can't I ever be in those matches? Yeah, with the crown like bobbing up and down at the end. Yeah. I haven't played Fall Guys, I think, since the last time we played it together on, on the stream, but I do have it on playstation and pc <laughs> so yeah i know my dad got into it so i should probably try again that's interesting because i thought your dad was was a very big like call of duty type of player i am just as surprised as you okay <laughs> fair enough i guess it goes to show the attraction that that game has with its um simple pick up and play mechanics and the matches don't take an excessive amount of time to lose on, so. Yeah. And if you're not playing with friends, then you can just drop out instantly. Yeah. That's helpful, too. Uh, that's it, though. For, for uh, Those are the three big games that I played uh, this past week. Okay. Um, I did play some of the DLC of the... Cadence of Hyrule, actually. I do remember that. That was pretty good, actually. They added uh, puzzle-based dungeons, although most of them were just sliding block puzzles, so that was really lame. It's Zelda for you. Yeah, but... So, yeah, it was still interesting, though, because they're actual dungeons with, like, usually four floors, boss at the end, and you just start at your three health, no items, and so you just have to keep going through it, trying to get you know, the bow or everything you need to get to the end. Yeah, I tried the demo of Cadence of Hyrule and I I could not figure out like how to play it. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not spending money on this. It's, I'm not good at it and I'm not having fun at it. So I'll pass. Well, you see, every time that a beat happens in the song, you press a button. I mean, that's what I was doing, but I was not able to properly line up, like, combat to match the beat. It'd be like, a beat, okay, if I'm following the beat, how come I'm still getting murdered by all of these monsters? Because you're getting murdered by monsters? Yeah, exactly. I couldn't understand what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> so I gave up. Well, it helps when you get better weapons, like a lance so you can hit people from two tiles away, or the, like, broadsword so you can hit the three tiles left front and right of you instantly yeah that that kind of stuff seems like it would assist me because i could not figure out like how to do damage without getting damaged 
Well, that's why there's also like the ring where every five kills you get, you regain a heart. Well, I never survived long enough to pick up items either, so whatever. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you can get some diamonds before you die, then you can buy at most two uh, pieces or whole heart containers from the death shop. Yeah, I have nothing to say to that. (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah, also new in the DLCs, you get to play as the... Uh, shoot, what are they called? The go on. The thing from Majora's Mask that wears Majora's Mask. That's Skull Kid. Skull Kid, yeah. You can play a Skull Kid, and you start off with the regular Skull Kid mask, and each mask you collect will give you a different weapon to use while that mask is equipped. It's pretty nice. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, speaking of unlocking, and and like, I'm really pumped for Age of Calamity coming up here, so. Oh yeah, that's definitely going to be a must-play. I'm really hoping that if it has multiplayer, that the story has multiplayer, because it was really a pain going all the way through the story of the first Hyrule Warriors just to be able to play with friends afterward. Yeah, I will agree. I hope that they have it just straight up like any other type of uh, Warriors game that you can just, you know, actually play with friends if you want to. Yeah. Those Warriors games are just so so great for just, like, some cathartic release of, like, let me just mow my way through a thousand enemies. Yeah. I do see that they probably replaced the Skulltulas, whatever, with the Koroks and Age of Calamity and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's interesting seeing the new versions of everything. Yeah, I, I love how they've, they've really themed the game around that Breath of the Wild setting. Like, the visuals are amazing. Uh-huh. So yeah, this this isn't just uh, overall Zelda. This is just straight up Breath of the Wild, and so any Breath of the Wild fan can be excited by that. Yeah, uh, it'll it'll be great. We'll we'll definitely have to talk about that when it comes out on the show. Yeah, and when's that? It's November, right? Yeah, like twenty second or something like that. Something like that. You'll find out a week beforehand, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. All right. Well, that is all the stuff that we've consumed in the past week. Including the Sour Patch Kids Berry Crush. Your teeth are a little bit blue now, by the way. Is it? Yeah, now that you've gotten to the bottom of that glass, just, just a slight shade of blue to your teeth. I could pour some more. I would love for you to pour some more. I won't. I'll save it for later. Oh, boy. So, uh, we do have some Bomber's Notebook questions to bring up. Yeah? Let's see. Hit me with yeah. them questions. All right, the first one is from De Jackson, and it is favorite movie quotes. Oh, favorite movie quotes? I could just quote movies if we want to do that. All right, go ahead. Oh, no. Nice. some great ones. That sucks. You put me on the spot now. And... <laughs> you had like 45 minutes to prepare for it. Look, this. I don't use my brain for this show. Um, the One of the ones that immediately pops to my head that I've always enjoyed, and whether or not it's one of the best ones uh i like i would have liked to have seen montana <laughs> which is a quote from the hunt for red october <laughs> okay and um I'm... it's the second in command of of the red october after he gets shot he's dying and he that's his last line that's his his final final words it's interesting bucket list he's got there yeah right I'm mostly just thinking of a bunch of quotes from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I mean, those are all great. Yeah. 
can't say the L word. Lesbian? Lesbians? No, the other word as lesbians. Lesbians? <laughs> ah, Scott. Uh, <laughs> if your life had a face, I'd punch it. <laughs> um, yes. I like... Bread makes you fat. Yeah. I love bread. I could yes. eat bread all day, every day. I got to use that this weekend. Nice. This past weekend. It's great. You were fat? Why would I get fat? Bread makes you fat. Makes you fat. Bread makes you fat? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you come up with that? My brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very quotable movie. Yeah, I'm trying really hard to think of other movies to quote now, and it's just oh, keep coming uh, back to it. I mean, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou is, is imminently quotable, in my opinion. We thought you was a toad. Now, have you I'm have thinking. you seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I have not. Oh, no. you're the worst. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. I just thought of Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Life is pain. Anyone who tells you differently is selling something. I do not think that word means what you think it means. I am not left-handed. I can't possibly be left-handed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh. Alright, so that was some favorite movie quotes. Next question is from Nemi, and it is favorite autumnal treat? Mowage. That is a very interesting autumnal treat. <laughs> Favorite autumnal treat? Well, as we know, when autumn comes around, it is the fall or harvest time, which means it's pumpkin season! So my favorite autumnal treat is anything pumpkin. Not pumpkin spice, mind you, because that's overplayed. I want straight up regular old pumpkin flavored. Give me some delicious pumpkin soup. Give me some pumpkin beer. I'll eat pumpkin cookies, pumpkin pie. Back to the pumpkin soup again because I really like that soup. I just made me think about the cupcakes I'm making for my cousin's uh, baby shower. We got a pumpkin cupcake with cream cheese frosting, and we got caramel apple cupcake with caramel butter frosting. Were you actually able to get a hold of some solid pack pumpkin? Because apparently there's a shortage going on right now, if you didn't know. I have not found a single can of pumpkin in any grocery store around here. That explains why there's no pumpkins, yes. But, thankfully, we did, uh, we have like 10 cans of pumpkin in our house oh, right now. you mail me one. I'll pay you double the asking price. Yeah, I'll go up there and smell it for you. The worst. Well, what's your favorite autumnal treat? Come on, you had like the past two minutes of me ranting about pumpkins to come up with something. Apple cider donuts. Oh, apple cider is really good too. Yeah, we bought some from the grocery store and they sucked. So I definitely plan on going to uh, Apple Orchard though to get some apples and caramel for the cupcakes. So we're gonna get their donuts. Yeah, I um bought a gallon of apple cider from the grocery store, but it was direct from one of the local farms. So mm. good stuff. So then here's a here's my sub question on this. This is a me question, and this is also a question. For our friends of the show out there who are listening, drop into the Discord and give me the answer to this. Which one's uh. better? Bless you. Which is better? Apple cider or pumpkin spice? The answer is eggnog. The answer is eggnog. 